0: Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There is no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. Great odds and markets for the NBA, NHL, college basketball, so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook. Easy to use, safe and secure. You get your winnings fast now and as quickly as two hours. It's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day, right when you log in. And if you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code Against the Odds so they know I sent you. All right, welcome to Against the Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Oh boy, what a fun one today! Great, great pairing. WrestleMania 39 this Saturday, this Sunday, two days. It's so good. That to spread it over the entire weekend. And today, we're once again joined by our favorite. He's been a WWE champion, an intercontinental champion, tag team champion, so many more titles. More importantly, after the Oscar fiasco, he and his lovely bride Maurice are now deemed Hollywood's most beloved couple. You see them on Ms. and Mrs., and you could see him with another lover, I think. I don't know how that works out. Logan Paul. This weekend, they take on Dominic and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania. Mike Mizanin, what's happening, Miz? Uh, You know, I'm feeling
1: pretty good today. I mean, you know, we got WrestleMania coming up. We're on Saturday. Uh, It'll be available on the Peacock Network. And let me tell you something. People have been asking me, you know, why Logan Paul? You know, and in my head, I was like, I couldn't think of a better tag team partner. Like, if I would have chose someone in the WWE locker room, Mm -hmm. then you would know what you're getting. You have, You know what's in store for you. But since I, I brought in an outsider, a celebrity, a social media megastar, if you will, an NFT guru, if you will, and basically went the distance with pound for pound, the greatest boxer, the greatest fighter we've ever known in Floyd Money Mayweather. So the guy can fight as well. Uh, you know, I think taking on a WWE legend like Ray Mysterio and his son, Dominic Mysterio, it's going to be an absolute must watch match.
0: Well, now you may have steered him into a a 12 car pileup here because you created a lot of bad blood. I know you didn't like Ray. You didn't like Dominic to begin. But now you you go and you remove Ray's mask, right? Well, what do you do when you don't get the respect
1: you've earned? You take it. And so that's exactly what I did. What's the most disrespectful thing you could do to a luchador? That is take their mask, reveal their identity. Now, Ray's identity wasn't revealed, but I tried Mm -hmm. and uh, I still have tonight in order to do that.
0: Right. Yes, you definitely do. And have you thought about putting it on yourself and been calling yourself Miz Stereo? Is it, well, is it too I, uh, much? Well, I
1: I've been thinking about that. Yeah. I, I think you know uh, I might give it to uh, Logan Paul and to Ooh. see Logan Paul walk out with a Rey Mysterio mask on as the greatest luchador in history will be pretty epic. So I think it'll be a lot of fun.
0: And especially since he's the cover star of uh, WWE 2K22, right? I mean, you could sell it now and make a fortune and, uh, and make an NFT out of it. Who the hell knows what you could do with this thing?
1: Yeah, you can do a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah, Ray Mysterio is the cover star of WWE 2K22, which I believe I should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe I should be on every poster. But uh, sometimes the <laughs> I don't get the luck of the draw, if you will.
0: All right. Well, tell us about Logan and how he ranks. You said, yeah, he did stand toe to toe with uh, Mayweather for a little bit. But as a wrestler, now I have video of you training him. I saw it. Uh, is he ready? Is he going to be ready for this weekend?
1: So I thought, you know, about two weeks ago, I was like, we're training. And I was like, he's ready. And that was two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And now going into WrestleMania, not only is he ready, He's far, by far above and beyond uh, any of my expectations. Uh, I honestly think after we're done with the Mysterios, we could go after the Raw Tag Team Championships. That's how confident I am with not only his ability, but his his ability to, to just be a sponge and learn and take everything in and understand what we do as WWE superstars. But physically in the ring, he is absolute gifted. He He just... He just gets things on the first try. Like me when I first started in WWE, it took me a while to get it. Mm-hmm. Like with whenever I show Logan a move or he'll get it on the first try. It's it's really incredible the athletic ability that he can he, he
0: possesses. And have you worked on a finisher or like a combined finisher? I mean, you don't have to tell me what well, it he is. He already but...
1: knows how to do the skull crushing finale, so I right. mean a double skull crushing finale would be really nice.
0: Wow. Wow, I'm getting excited about this. I, I, I you think, should be. I have to look to see if I could bet on that. I don't typically want to bet on you because, you know, I, I do. And then our friend Brian Gewurz is going to join us momentarily. He says he talks me out of it. But um, you're saying this is a this is well, a win. What does he know? He knows a little bit about Young Rock. That's about it. <laughs> he doesn't
1: know much about fantasy football, baseball, basketball. He doesn't know about regular basketball, football, baseball, because he's never played it. All he does is sit in his room and, and write stuff. <laughs> all day. Just Just talk smack in his mirror to himself all day, every day. So, right. um, so yeah, he's not a person that you want to ask about it. I am a person that you want to ask. And I always say, bet on the Miz, always bet on the Miz because when it comes to big matches, I win. You okay. wanna know why I know that? Because I'm the only two time grand slam champion in the history of WWE.
0: That's right. You really are. And you're letting, and there's not even Logan can't even, uh, like, he can't even take anything away from you. Right. You're going to have no. that forever. right, let's bring Brian up.
1: Wouldn't take anything away from me because he's the one person that respects me. (laughs) And uh, you know, you know, we build each other up. Like when you look at Ray Mysterio, Dominic Mysterio, (laughs) or anyone in the WWE locker room, like I don't get the respect I deserve. And even in the WWE universe, like I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Like, I think Brian said it the best. Mm -hmm. You know, Brian in my WWE 24 documentary basically said, like, you know. You know, Miz will never make it past three months in WWE. Then he does it. He'll never be a WWE champion. Then he does it. Uh, yeah, he's, he's he's WWE champion, but he's not a good wrestler. Oh, but he becomes a good wrestler. Oh, but he's not a hardcore wrestler. Oh, but then he does a hardcore move. And then he, he'll never win the championship again. Oh, he wins the championship again. Brian said it the best. And maybe we could ask him to rehash on that and talk to us about that, okay. uh, about the compliments that he gave me on WWE 24, because I usually send him through text uh, those videos mm-hmm. uh, quite a bit uh, just because I want to remind him that he compliments me right all right let's bring him on. that on Twitter
0: <laughs> let's bring I think he logged on now he had some big uh big fancy important meeting and which delayed him about five or six minutes but I think we could bring him on now who's more important than me joining us now here he is biz I mean things are about to get contentious I'm sorry former your former head writer at the WWE and Raw the big brain behind Seven Bucks Productions, responsible for Young Rock and the old rock, I think. The older rock, I think, if you can make a case. Miz is BFF, best friend of me forever, Brian Gewurz. Hmm. What's happening, Brian?
2: What's up, Sal? Good to see you. <laughs> also, Miz is here.
0: Now, Ms. Uh, he went off a little bit. He had a lot to, he was complimentary, <laughs> um, I think, before I wanted... we started the podcast. And yeah. then, well, well, let's start there. Let's start on a pleasant note. Ms. what were you going to say? You saw something this weekend.
1: I saw something this week. I don't remember. With
0: Brian's Brian, Brian was responsible for something you saw uh, yesterday. You were watching. Oh, now really? You, yeah. Oh, oh no. WWE evil. But I don't think Brian was
2: responsible for that.
0: Is that what you're <laughs> no, talking
2: about? No, he wasn't responsible for <laughs> that. You John told Cena me it, it was is the responsible cousin Al.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I was.
2: I was asked to participate in it, and I uh, saw that it was for the Miz episode, and I politely declined. Really? Well,
1: But you yeah. did do uh, an interview for WWE 24, which I love sending you those clips because that's it's it. nice to hear compliments coming out of your mouth in, in my
2: documentary. Well, you know, you learn your lessons sometimes.
0: Wow. And that's what happened. So, Brian, we set this up. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. The Browns, the League of Leagues, um, WrestleMania, though, 39 this weekend. Ms. decided to team up with Logan Paul, and going against the Mysterios. And he is saying he is a lock. And I was reminding him that um, a lot of times I go to bet on him. Because you could bet on the wrestling. The, the results here. And you talk me out of it. And he says that would be a huge mistake. Even listening to you in the first place. But uh, he, he, he swears he's going to win this weekend.
2: Well, I mean, he's already won, in my opinion. In all seriousness. If, wow. You know, the, the fact that he was able to get a tag team partner more loathsome than himself (laughs) you're a real piece of work brian you're you know i thought that was a
1: compliment and i figured you would start with a backhanded compliment i was like oh wow i'm getting a compliment here it comes and then there it is the slap in the face very
2: forehanded no no i mean i i'm kudos to you you're the likable one in the tag team that's that's nearly impossible i think that is a compliment Yeah. yeah so you know take it in but this is But this is the second year in a row that Miz is involved in a high profile celebrity tag team match at WrestleMania. And that shows that, you know, for all his faults, of which there are many, the company obviously trusts him and trusts that he'll, you know, know how to handle himself in front of the media and know how to, uh, you know, take someone who's not necessarily used to performing in the ring through a match, even if he's not competing against him, but with him. But it's all, you know, combined. So Mm -hmm. kudos to Miz. Wait a second. You trusted me back when you were head writer of Monday Night Raw. I'm trying to shower you with compliments, Ms. Those, those were
1: backhanded compliments. You're like, oh, I mean, it just goes to show. I mean, they trust them now. They've yeah. trusted me since day one. Since day one, you would write me stuff and I'd be like, oh, this is OK. I can make it better. This crap you gave me on this
2: piece of paper. I can make this better. <laughs> I gave you brilliance. I don't know what you're talking about, but <laughs> I love this. The fact of the it. matter is. You know, Miz is, you know, you've carved out a niche for yourself. A
1: niche? I'm the celebrity guy now. That's the niche that I have. Celebrities want to work with me, and WWE superstars don't want to work with me because I'm the best. I'm the greatest of all time. Nobody's better than
2: me, especially in my mind. Because I was saying, like, how am I going to finish the sentence? And then in the back of my mind, I thought, you know what? It doesn't really matter because whatever I say, he's going to go off. Like, oh, Ms. <laughs> likes sweet potatoes. Oh, I like sweet potatoes. You don't know the first thing about me and sweet potatoes. You know, I actually do kind of like order. sweet
1: potatoes. Thank you very much. They're actually my favorite potato. <laughs> well,
0: Brian, I do have to say we were talking the other day and uh, I had you guess because the news had just come out about Ms's house, how much it's selling for. He put it on yeah. the market. And you and I guessed about the same number, and I think he's embarrassed to say that. What did he, you guess? What was your number that you guessed? I think we were, we were in the three to five range. That's okay. like millions of up. dollars. Yeah. And then I, I hit you, and you were walloped by the actual number, which is, do you want to say, Ms. or do we have to say this? You can say it if you want. Go ahead. I don't care. Asking $12.5 million. I mean, the guy is doing something right, Bri, A. And B, do you feel... You deserve a cut of this because you kind <laughs> of you know yeah you, you, you did write for him he's he's yeah. known for his work behind the mic uh I don't know you should you be in on this? he's turning quite a profit on this mansion i don't I don't want any of Mrs. Blood money to be honest, and secondly,
2: I've been inside of his house that he's selling mm-hmm. for far more than the market value should you know dictate, <laughs> and if you go into that house. You'll see it's a lovely house. It's it's a great house. I'm not even sure like I, I don't even know what your deal is. Like you live in Texas, you live in LA. I live Ohio. in LA, thank you. A suburb outside
1: of LA and the reason why I put my house up for sale like I love my house. I think it's the most amazing house like I it's like the dream house. But when your real estate agent comes up to you and goes, "Hey, I could sell it for this price." Uh my I literally gulped and said, there's no Some way. There's no I can, I can get it. I can get that money. I said I will take the money loved. all day long. Oh, oh, or that. Yes. <laughs> I will take the money all day long. Absolutely. Like, even though I love the house, the house is amazing. The house is incredible. It's my dream home. I can find another dream home for the money they're they're telling me that I can get. So, so your, you're saying a person this. that is smart with my money, unlike you, Sal, who likes to gamble all the time his money away and listen to Brian yeah. uh, a, for advice. Like if anyone is, is, is you don't want to look to advice for it. It's definitely bright. I mean, look at his background of his, he lives in a, he lives in a one bedroom apartment in New York city. He's living the same one for the, for the past 30 years has not moved out of that place. And he still has the same decor as he has. He's the head of seven bucks entertainment. Like he writes young rock. These are big shows.
0: This guy should be in a penthouse in New York, but no, he still lives in a shack. So Shaq you think he should try to figure out how much that shack is worth? I mean, you were surprised. Oh, um,
1: I can't wait till it comes up on the market. Cause yeah. I'll be on every podcast going, Brian
2: sold his house for this amount. First of all, um, there are some great things we should do a separate podcast, Sal, because as you know, there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven Shea stadium wall panels with numbers on them that exist and you and I account for two sevenths of them.
0: Yes. Thank 358
2: you. Three fifty-eight panel in the Mets room, which is where the previous podcast was that we did together. So I wanted to change it up a little bit. That's right. I have a Shea stadium directional ramp behind me. I have the Mets dugout bench behind mm-hmm. me from Shea stadium. I And have an official the Jerry reason you have all those things is because really. nobody
1: cares about them. And <laughs> if you did a podcast on that, it'd be nobody would listen
2: because literally nobody cares. Is that right? Garner at least the amount of Ms. Evil episodes on Peacock downloads. Uh, (laughs) Let me tell you something.
1: That is the most downloaded uh, Peacock WWE Evil episode out there right now. Everyone has said how amazing it is, how incredible it is, how much Mm -hmm. respect I deserve. And so I just want you to watch it just so you can like gulp and be like, oh, I did watch it. I wish What'd I would have been in that interview.
2: What'd you think, I personally didn't need 48 minutes to tell me Ms. is a prick. I kind of knew that going in, <laughs> but other than that, it was, you know, I, honestly, it was very well done. And I know the guys who make it, it's very, very well produced. I thought oh, you know, John Cena. Oh, you know, John Cena. I wasn't talking about John Cena. You didn't want to name drop your buddy. <laughs> Like, well, you know I, I'm hired
1: right. by The Rock. You Chris know, I'm James. the president of Rock's, like, per, company, company I'm not, I'm but, not a star If chaser, you want me to talk about John Cena, let's talk about John Cena and his executive, executive producer in WWE. narrates
2: it. I know the actual people who made it, not just, I, I'm not just a blatant name dropper, like some people. But I thought it was going to, like, delve into more of the psychological elements and, you know, compare you to classic villain archetypes and stuff like that. But it was uh, just a, you know, it was just a nice Miz profile. It was way too much. Are you giving notes? Like, are you giving so- notes, like, yes. you giving like notes is. right
1: now? This isn't yeah. Young Rock, okay? This, you don't give notes is. here on the podcast about WWE evil. It's done. It's locked. It's in. It's
2: out there. And it's great. All the whole right. Hogan episode was great. Yes, I agree. <laughs> All
0: right. Speaking of evil, I, mean, I don't want to get too into the politics or anything else, but you're a Cleveland Browns fan still, right, Miz? Dude. Uh, uh, are- you know, it's... Yeah it's
1: tough to be a Browns fan right now because Mm -hmm. so when I first heard that we got Deshaun Watson, like my stomach sank Mm
2: -hmm. and
1: I was like, Oh, like the first time we get a QB one, a QB that literally, if you look at his physical attributes is the quarterback that the Browns have dreamed of. But then you look at the baggage that comes with it and you think to yourself, is it worth it? and then you look at the the press conference and you listen to you know these heads andrew berry you know you listen to kevin stefanski these are these are people that have families mm-hmm. and then d and jimmy haslam like this is a billion dollar franchise and the work that they put into dissecting everything about the case like like i listened to it and i've been i've been trying to be my own lawyer here and trying to figure out what to think, how to feel and to hear Deshaun Watson say, I've never like, he believes he's innocent, like 100%. Like he is like, I've never disrespected a woman. I have never sexually assaulted a woman, but then there's 22 women talking about it. But then you have like a company saying, look, we've even, it looked into this. Like, not only do we look into it, like we looked into, into it. We have a third party that we paid, we hired to look into this and we still hired him. So like, I don't know what to to be honest. Like people are like, well, what do you think? Like, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't, I don't know what to think. And it's like, then you hear Deshaun say like, I can't wait till I can talk about this Mm -hmm. because he can't like, what is, what was your first in in, uh, first reaction? Well, my
0: first reaction is once it gets beyond two or three, it is, uh, it is, too difficult to coordinate. It's too coincidental. You have two football teams worth starting football teams worth of women. You have a battle royal worth of accusers. If you if you picture a room in 22, that's a full room. That's a room. I don't really want to go to a party because of uh, because I'm claustrophobic. But um, I, I just it do, it doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right. It seems like and the, all the own, other owners are pissed. First of all, the one thing you forget is this guy tore his ACL twice. So it's a risk just signing him just based on that. And then secondly, now with all the accusers and you reward him because the way the structure of the salary is, if he gets suspended, which he will, four to six to eight games, he's not going to get dinged on that one year. Or if he does, I think he's making a million dollars for the year. It's all in signing bonus. It's the most guaranteed and it's just crazy that this is going to restructure the whole, all the owners hate the Haslams if they didn't already because of what this wait does. Wait a second. The, so there were yeah. other
1: teams involved. Like it wasn't right. like just the Browns.
0: Someone like would have signed them. Yeah.
1: There was, there was like four, four, I believe teams that were like in the running to get Deshaun Watson. Like it was a bidding war. So, okay. So, that's that's where i know i don't know what to
0: do because he wasn't charged and history shows us that well the league is not going to punish someone who wasn't charged for any of this but um to think that there's only 22 and not 32 and it's a big risk to say that there's not going to be any more down the line like i think that's where the problem is brian you're smart what do you think about this
2: i think um thank you i think there's two things one um No one's mentioned the fact that the last time we did this podcast, Miz guaranteed the Browns would have a better record than the Bills. I
0: thought I remember that too. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you.
2: um, He hasn't brought that up since oddly. Hmm. And two, um, if the trajectories are correct, um, Watson should be teaming with Miz at next year's WrestleMania in Los (laughs) Angeles. uh,
1: (laughs) No, I don't think so. Not going to do it? No, no, I, I I don't think so. No, no. All right. Well, yeah. you
0: got some time to think about it, but yeah, no. I'm I mean, honestly, I was like,
1: literally like, what do you do as a fan? Like you're, you're a fan of the Browns. You're, you've been a fan your entire life.
0: That's the thing. We're the constant. Dave Damishek brings us up all the time. The fan is the constant. There's even new owners, there's new players, but what there would be something, what would your team have to do for you to be like, you know what? I'm cutting ties, Brian, It's tough for us with the Mets, right? We grew up with them. We have ownership. We had GMs who have pictures on their phones and stuff. Um, we've had some questionable that 86 Mets documentary showed that, um, there was some undesirables on the roster, but what do you, what do you do? Yeah, what you would know, have to happen?
2: It's not, it's hard to completely disabandon team loyalty for an individual. I mean, 22 people coming forward. That's like, I mean, I don't know specifics about the case. I didn't look into it, but 22 mm-hmm. was pretty damning. And, you know, like this isn't nearly, it's, it's not the same at all, obviously, but, like, when a player, when you have a guy that's your guy, like Vince Coleman's throwing firecrackers at a child severely burning a three year old in 1993, mm. you know, it's like you want the player off the team. And it's like, you know, right. really gross and disgusting, but you still, there's part of you that just can't help but support the team. But at the same time, um, yeah, I don't know, you know, hopefully, hopefully, actual evidence and facts and will come to light and then that will make the decision a little easier
1: that's what i'm hoping for i'm hoping for with
2: time we'll understand exactly what
1: is going on because you hear two sides and you don't know which side to believe one side leaning pretty heavily but then you're still you still have that little teeter of but wait a second this guy is not even being like you know i'm sorry for what i did but he's like i am innocent and it's like like and then a, a billion dollar franchise literally just picked this guy up and said, not only is he innocent, we've looked into it and we've found that he is innocent. And it's like, oh, wow, like they must really believe that. So then these other 22 women, are they lying or I just don't know what to think. I'm i am not a lawyer. I don't I'm just a human being trying to understand what my team's going to do. Like, honestly, I feel like they're going to the Super Bowl. And if we win the Super Bowl, is
0: that are we going to be able to celebrate that? Yeah, you will. Cause people forget and uh, yeah. and they move on and, you know, big Ben Roethlisberger was, you know, whatever. I mean, you had Kareem hunt as a running back. That was okay. Right. Everybody, you know, he got
1: suspended yeah. and you know, there
0: was a whole, yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, but I will say this. So, all right, let's talk Turkey here. The Browns are favored to win their division at plus plus one eighty-five. I think this is a little bit of a, a little bit of a stretch seeing as who's your quarterback. It's going to be, um, Jacoby Brissett for the first six weeks, probably. I think Jacoby Brissett is a great backup
1: quarterback. Sure. Like, all right. I thought he did pretty well with the Colts. Um, And, you know, I think if they can go even, you know, when Deshaun gets back in there, I think this team is, is set to go. Like, and honestly, I think players want to play for Cleveland right now. Like Mm -hmm. I'm hearing like, I don't know about you, but I'm, I'm reading all the all the dirt on all like what's going on and who wants to go where. And it feels like a lot of people want to come to the Cleveland and play for the Cleveland Browns.
0: Yeah, no, it does seem that like, way. OBJ I just don't think they should be
1: said I, I would be I'd want to come play for the Browns. Should they be? I don't know. But still, like, that, it seems like it's a destination now.
0: But if your goal is four and four after the eight games, let's say he's suspended eight games or six, three, and three, whatever. I don't know that they should be favored. I, I like the Ravens a little bit, Brian. I'm not just saying that to enrage uh, the Miz. I will say this. This is the first time probably since you guys have known each other that both your respective teams, the Bills and the Browns, are favored to win their division, right? It couldn't have been any different, right? Yeah, probably.
2: But let's face I mean, people want to come to Buffalo. I mean, that's the real headline of the offseason. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. Are you kidding? there's a guy named Von Miller. I don't know if you've heard of him. He just came off a Super Bowl win and he signed a six year, $120 million contract and specifically said, I want to come to Buffalo. Mm -hmm. I'll give Buffalo this. They, that was the
1: greatest game I've ever seen of football, Kansas city chiefs versus the Buffalo bills. uh, Especially when the Buffalo bills lost.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Bry would say the week before, was it the week before or when they uh, dismantled the Patriots on that Saturday night was probably. I nah, You, you want to
1: watch a football game. You tell for the first time a person's ever watched football in yeah. their life. What game you having them watch. You having them watch the bills versus the chiefs.
0: Mm-hmm. That was excellent. Brown's was chiefs the year game. before in the playoffs is pretty good too. I don't yeah, think you like, the, uh, you don't like the result though.
1: Right. I didn't like the result. <laughs> no. Thank you for reminding me of that. Appreciate it. Sticking up for your buddy, buddy Brian over there. Well, it
0: could be one and two seeds we're looking at here. This is an insanity. So, the, the Browns to win the Super Bowl, as Ms. predicts, is 18 to 1. The Bills are plus 650, Bry. Um, yeah, the Browns think- aren't.
2: Isn't that, what do you know? I mean, the Browns come after the Bills, obviously, they come after the Chiefs. They come after the chargers Not anymore. I don't think the Chiefs Miami. are as lethal as they want they Definitely were. come after Cincinnati Bronco. I, are I, I of honestly yeah. think
1: the bills are better than uh, KC now. Absolutely. But I think KC drops a little bit. I think Tyreek was a, a very valuable weapon that they have lost. Like the reason why there was two safeties out there was because of Tyreek Hill. Those safeties are no longer going to be that they're going to stack the box. So yeah. I think, I think that KC is going to have a big problem on their hands. And they need a person that that has that speed. And Tyreek's a one-of-a-kind.
0: I, uh, I, I agree. And I
2: think the best wide receiver yeah. in football, statistically, uh, leaving a team is going to be a big loss. And that's the type of insight you could only get from Mike, the Miz Mizanik, <laughs> on this podcast live as we record it. That's some good insight. Thank you very <laughs> See, much. I have, I have a much compliment. more. Yeah, another compliment. <laughs>
0: I do think though, with Devonte Adams going to the Raiders and Tyreek Hill uh, getting shipped off to Miami, I think the fantasy owners suffer. I think this both players take a fantasy hit. I think Mahomes takes a hit, and I think Rodgers takes a hit. Or until it's figured out, I think the, I don't know, think Derek Carr takes a hit. I think Derek Carr is going to be a sleeper. Sure, but do you cut? Does he start in a ten-team league? Now we're getting in the weeds. Is Boom. he a starting quarterback, Derek Carr?
1: He's close, uh, I haven't I went guess. through my rankings yet, but I,
0: I'd say he's right on the cusp. Yeah, it's close. I'm not sure if I United. go. Now, by the way, we're talking fantasy, and we have this League of Leagues. It's NBA, it's NH, I'm sorry, NBA, it's NFL, and it's Major League Baseball. And we kind of have to get the draft going. We typically do it the first weekend of the NCAA tournament, but baseball threw us a curveball, no pun intended, and we weren't sure if we were having it. And now we know it's starting. We kind of have to now do this draft this weekend, the Miz is wrestling. Brian said, Don't worry on a very fine chain. No, said,
1: I texted Toby. I said, Look, oh. you're not doing the draft on WrestleMania week. Oh, it's just not happening. Like, that's dumb. It's stupidity. Like, you know that I, I'm a little busy on WrestleMania weekend, especially on Saturday. I have a wrestling match. Like, mm-hmm. I know Brian doesn't have anything to do besides sit in his little room and, and write little jokes, but and you just have that's, your little, that's podcast, not true. Have, literally have talk on tickets. a microphone, but someone has a real job here. All right.
0: Brian, what do you think? Uh, I, I Maybe we do have to grant them. Uh, we have to do it a different week and well, retroactively all, do some baseball lineups. I don't know.
2: I don't know. I, I said, you know, in the email that Mrs. Match, you know, he'll probably be working for about six minutes the entire weekend mm-hmm. after entrances and everything. <laughs> so, you know, just get one of his Cleveland buddies to, like, you know, do the draft for you for, like, a half hour because that's all you're going to doing. Why be can't we do it Sunday? Anyway.
1: Why like, I'm not I'm not on WrestleMania on Sunday. I could do it on Sunday. No, it's a two-day draft. It's not a two-day draft. No, it's a one-day. it out you involved, all day. Right? What's wrong with you, Brian? You're you're such it's a wrong baby. Me. You know what? <laughs> you you're Damn like it. an old man now. I can't draft for 8 hours. It's too long. I need things I never to said do. I that. What do you have, have to do? That. You do nothing all day. Like I
0: have literally all you
2: do is sit down and make phone calls. And actually they're playing the Cavs on April 2nd. You should come out.
0: Wait, oh, the what? Knicks are playing the Cavs. Interesting.
2: No, I have I tickets that day. It's a one o'clock game is you can get to the garden, watch the Cavs lose to the Knicks. But you're, you're missing the point. Testing. I'd
1: have to sit with you for a couple hours. And honestly, being on a
2: draft for eight hours with you is enough. <laughs> oh, well, that's, that's incessantly cruel. I don't know why you would say something like that. No, you miss- come to my hobble of an apartment on the Upper East Side of Manhattan. I will say so this, though. Yeah. League of Leagues this year, I just, I crapped the bed, man. I'll tell you what.
1: I was absolutely atrocious. What happened? I true. just couldn't figure out COVID. Like, you know, like a lot of those, those in baseball, like every like time a per- player got it, I was like, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. And then we have those weekly things where you can't get rid of them. Like they're just in your lineup.
2: Now let me know. Ask- that's true. That's the one thing I'll agree with Miz. Uh, you were, you were excessively terrible this year in all three sports. My <laughs> You're a real piece of work. <laughs> um, baseball, you know, nobody basketball, nobody likes and you. Football. And yeah, then when we'll, Sal and I, our team will have now beaten you like I think two or three years in a row and three years before the one year that you did win it. So that's like a nice. Wait, what was that? Who, who won the league? And three years who ago. Who won the I, league? I think. Who, who, I won the who was the champ? Well. We have the won champ? the league as well.
0: What, what did, did we he do? Need? He tanked the whole sport though, right? Which we never liked, Bry. I forgot well, what he Well, he
2: did. said if he's not going to finish first, he might as well finish last. I didn't realize that philosophy applied to literally all three sports which doesn't seem to really seem like a sound strategy at first. Did you you not, to to do you not take from Ricky Bobby? If you're not first, you're last. Well, yeah. I mean, my fantasy sports philosophy, um, you know, isn't reduced to a single Talladega Nights quote. Thankfully it's a little more, you know, because I'm a little, you know, no offense, it's a little smarter, a little more intuitive. <laughs> so therefore I make better choices, but you know, what? you have a good team, You, you know, you do your thing, I guess. You draft somewhat in your car, I suppose. I don't know. Um, and more power to you. Good for you. I, can I do have well. I drafted can do in great. my car. I have I have
1: made no. sacrifices for the League of Leagues. Let me tell you something. Like, I have, I have put the work, I have put the time, and this year, this season, I feel like I am going to dominate because I'm knowledgeable, I'm preparing, and whenever I prepare, like last season, I didn't really prepare. I was like, ah, you know, I can wing it. And then I realized, ah, you can't wing it. You really got to step foot forward because granted, Sal and Brian are are, are a a toss up. They kind of suck, but Mm -hmm. everyone else is pretty legit in this league. So you really have to step your game up. You got to put your eighth, eighth base on and really
0: prepare. I, I am going to say this, Brian, in all honesty, I thought Miz would fall flat on his face in this league. I thought he'd be basically like me and just checking in once in a while. And, oh my God, this is too hard. And I don't want to feel these dumb trade offers to catchers for a, a backup wide receiver. I, I, I can't do it. He really did stick with it. Come on. That had to surprise you a little bit, didn't it? No, I'm, uh, he definitely stuck with it. He didn't. The results didn't translate
2: into any I sort won of the league. Brian. I, oh, I, <laughs> I won the year. league. One year. Out of how many now? Five, six? I don't. One remember. for five in a in a in a in a league of
1: fourteen people that's is true. pretty yeah, good. Saying,
2: like those other those, you know, you get money for every. you By know, the way, the, the first two
1: season. seasons, like uh-huh. that's just getting the like, the feel of it. I, like uh-huh. I've never done NFL, NBA, and MLB. I never drafted all of them in the in one day.
2: Like, Interesting, because Val and I won the inaugural season of this league. That's right. That's really I mean, the only because one because nobody counting. knew
1: what they were doing. You dummy. Nobody knew what they were doing the first season of the league. So you guys were just like, oh, like I guess we'll do this, we'll do this, and then you end up winning. It's just (laughs) luck of the draw. That's lucky. You have to develop
2: skill over time. Are you going to your car again so I can get like calls like eight hours into the draft going, tell him I want Bradley Beal. I'm like, no, Ms. He was drafted three hours ago. (laughs) Okay. Then I want Kareem Hunt. He was drafted two hours ago. Ms. This league is stupid. I'll call you back. (laughs) And that, have that happen like at least five times a day. That's a true story. That is a true story. Did that happen? Uh, You have no
1: idea how many times that happened. If there's ever a problem with the league, Toby's not getting the call. You're not getting the call. Brian's getting the call. And usually mm-hmm. it's yelling. It's, it's yelling like at the, yelling. the top of my lungs that he is cheating, and that this league is cheating, and
2: uh, this league deserves a better uh, GM.
0: Which, I by the way, I'm stuff. not the
2: GM, but I do text back Miz every time with the same opening sentence, which is, "If you would just look at the email that was literally sent to everyone, mm-hmm. including you." You'll find the answer that you've just been asking me for. Mm. And emails are hard to find, to be honest. Like I have a hard time finding my emails. More than three sentences? What are you talking about? I'm from a Parma, Ohio. We have a seventh grade education. You know, that kind of thing. Do you say that? I
1: went to Miami, Ohio, Harvard of the Midwest. Thank you very much. It's a
0: weird thing to brag about. All right, hold on a second. Let's take a quick break and we'll be back with more nonsense. (laughs) All right, guys, I have some exciting news. You ready? FanDuel Sportsbook NBA Same Game Parlays. They give you the chance to turn a small bet into a big payday. Yes. Choose any NBA game and combine multiple bets like the amount of three-pointers made, who the leading scorer will be, and more into one wager for bigger wins. Yes, winnings get paid fast. Top rate. It's easy to use. It's safe and secure. That's what you want in an app. Plus, if you're a new customer, you can bet $5 and get $150 in site credit instantly guaranteed. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up using promo code against all odds to bet the NBA today. That's promo code against all odds exclusively on FanDuel Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the Misses Cleveland Cavaliers. All right, let's talk more nonsense. Um, I do want to ask you guys, Ms. I'll start with you. The Will Smith moment, people can't shut up about it and probably because it's one of the most remarkable, it's going to be hard to top. I- I'm just trying to think like however you want to rank them, Will Smith and um, Chris Rock, top five most beloved or most impactful in their genre, right? like actor and uh, and comedian of our time. And I, I likened it to Michael Jordan smacking Bruce Springsteen in the face, right? If you're just going to take like the arts of this, but so it's untoppable there, but did you guys, now, first of all, were you watching live Ms? Did you see it? live? I was not watching care? live.
1: I was in Toronto. We had a, uh, a live event out there sold mm-hmm. out by the way. Uh, and we were flying from uh, Toronto here to Pittsburgh, which is where I'm at right now. And uh, okay. So you I land on and there you see, and in my yeah. first case, like I wasn't sure if it was a punch or a slap, Mm -hmm. And in my head, I I first went Ali, like the guy that played Ali, like should know how to punch a guy like like to me, like Chris Rock took it like a champ. Like he literally if it was a punch like Chris Rock just do it and shook it off and just like, man, I just got I was like, oh, man. And then once I realized it was a slap and then you hear his speech, I I was like, man, something's going on with Will Smith in my mind. And like, I, I don't know what's going on. If pressure is. Getting to him, but like man, like that—that that was like crazy. Like I couldn't believe it because it's it's Will Smith. Like yeah, you know I still look at him as is is Big Willie style. You know, like freaking Fresh Prince of Bel Air. You know, ultimate baby face, ultimate good guy. And for something like that, like to, for Chris Rock to come out, like I feel like you know what's gonna happen when mm-hmm. Chris Rock is out there, right? You know he's gonna roast everyone, right? And maybe it was a a, a very a a bad joke, but people were laughing and, you know, it's like, Oh, ha ha ha. And then, man, I don't know. There's just other ways to do deal with that side of thing, that, that sort of thing. Like, I I don't
0: know, man, It's I don't know what to think to be honest. Well, so, all right. So between just the distinction between a punch and a slap, and I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts here when you see it's a slap, right? Although it was a weird slap because it had like a chop at the end went on the follow through. So it's a real movie type of slap, but all right. So if he's not punching him, he's got the wherewithal to know that a punch is going to land me in real hot water here. But the slap opens it up to, is this kayfabe? Like what, what are we looking at? Right? Is this, could this be a work? And then right, what's, what's more humiliating getting punched by a guy or getting
1: slapped and then a guy walking away and you doing nothing.
2: Yeah. So, swapped with a glove would be up the upper echelon. Yes, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. crumpets. I don't know. I hand. didn't,
2: I didn't see it live either. Cause I wasn't watching the Oscars. I was, first of all, I was watching the Nets game because I had Kyrie with the over. Yeah. Well, I
0: bet it. the Oscars. So it's not like, uh, oh, nice. you know, I'm not watching. Then, just then a, I was reading a book about the Mets and
2: then, um, then I just saw on the Twitter feed and everything, mm-hmm. uh, Kind of, kind of crazy. Wait, like, you, you read books and while watching Twitter? Like reading Twitter? Like that's what you do? <laughs> I'm Yeah.
1: Did you have a glass of wine while sipping your your wine in
2: front of your uh, for your hot fire? I had some Chardonnay while reading about the uh, Andy Chavez catch in 2006. No, there was, um, you know, I, you can't you can't handle it any better than Chris Rock handled it. I was so in awe of
0: that. To be honest, I mean, yeah, could have freaked out. Oh, I wonder if he regrets it. I want I'm I'm sure we'll find out at some point. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure well, he yeah. even started to say, mm-hmm.
2: Oh, I could say something right now. He's right. Chris Rock.
0: He right. did, like by the way, of, he did
2: say something. I just
1: got to sla- I just got slapped by Will Smith, is yeah. basically yeah, what he I'm said. Which he just said something kind of good,
2: incendiary, but he, yeah. he handled it like a champ. And it's like really, really tough to do. You know, obviously he was a little flustered as one would be. But, you know, his composure and everything, like I agree the joke was should not have been said It wasn't even really funny.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: His previous joke about Jada at the previous Oscars was really funny, and maybe that carried over. Um,
0: yeah, that was but, six years, yeah, that, yeah, that's what
2: and maybe maybe, like the heat doesn't go away. I know if we proposed that for the Slammies, Vince would say, "Get out. That's too. That's that's too, you know, mm-hmm. ridiculous. You know, no one would be no one would even talk about that. But that's one of the many things that, you know, WWE's desensitized people to like, if anything happened in WWE in real life, if someone actually like smacked an announcer while yeah. talking to them, that happens at WWE, like once out of every like five interviews or something like that, it would be national headlines. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm a little concerned. I'm sure everyone, you know, and their mother has an opinion on this. I'm a little concerned about people with far less talent and far more confidence sitting in a crowd Going up to a stand up comedian, basically being I'm going to go full Hancock like Will Smith did on this guy type of thing. And, you know, it really getting out of hand in a hurry and maybe in wrestling, too. Although, as Miz knows, in wrestling, if someone steps into the ring when they're not supposed to, um, that usually means pretty dire consequences for the person who does that. I that's wonder true.
0: if Vince would have pursued this. It's almost the worst timing because it's a few days before Mania. But if this was a couple of months before, like if this had happened in January and there was still like, ah, I apologize, but whatever, there's somewhere in the middle. Could this been worked into um, WrestleMania 39?
2: That would have been that would have been Vince's dream, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. that that would be. Tremendous. It's too tough now. You, Yeah. Yeah. You you kind of want a fantasy book it and everything, even if it's not going to happen.
0: No, but you're right. The fact that he was allowed to sit there in the audience, like how rich, how powerful do you have to be to have committed an assault in front of hundreds in the room and millions on television? And they're like, just let him sit there. We just we still want to get a few cutaways of him laughing at stuff and whatever. Oh, and then he's going to accept an award in a few minutes. And yeah, he'll, he'll apologize. Oh, wait, he didn't. It's uh, the most bizarre thing I've seen. But yeah. what's this going on? Like, what, My you.
1: first thing was, what's going on in Will Smith's mind? Like, wh- where is he right now? Like, what, like, in his mindset? Mm-hmm. Like, what, like, did, I don't know if he, if he's, if he went method on the, uh, on, you know, sometimes when people go method, they go a little, like, in, too far into that character and they carries over into real life. Did mm-hmm. that happen? Or is there something, you know, previously that happened? that engage enraged him that to, mm-hmm. to, to do something like that? Like, is there history? Um, you know, I have so many questions about it and yeah. you know, it's, you, you look at it and you go, man, that is serious. Like that, that is like, even me as a WWE superstar, I look at it and go, Whoa, okay. Was,
0: well, I don't know. There's evidence of you getting physical defending your your old lady, too. Right. Of course.
1: Of yes. course. In a WWE setting. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Oh, how are we to know Not at the Oscars working. in front of, you know, <laughs> Liza Minnelli and Lady Gaga?
2: You right. know, yeah. you're lucky. You're lucky you didn't make another Marine movie that could have been competing against Will Smith and the Best Picture nominees. Otherwise, that same situation could have happened. Well, you're lucky you're sitting in a Zoom call <laughs>
1: rather than in front of me because you'd get slapped the taste out of your mouth right wow. now. <laughs> wow,
0: well, I you. was thinking, I was thinking just that if it was The Rock instead of Chris Rock, um, Will is still in the audience laughing. Right? There's no, there's a, <laughs> there's no threat of a physical retaliation there. But I don't would, if
1: Rock would have said that
0: joke. No, I think wouldn't. Brian would have written a better
2: joke. Really? Wow. wow. Interesting. Yeah, I, I don't I don't think that situation happens under those circumstances, mm-hmm. but yeah, you th- there's um there's a lot of people that would have been dragged away um other yeah. than Will. Yeah. That's some that's some get some top insight right there. You're welcome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Brian, tell yeah. us what's going on with uh, young rock. Does he die this season or no? Can you tell us that much? You know, everyone keeps
2: asking me if he's gonna die this season. Yeah and um it's a bit of a minor spoiler, but he lives. He lives wow. throughout this and every subsequent season. Um, in fact, he's, he's alive now. You can, um, you know, catch him, The Rock, in League of Super Pets this summer and Black Adam in the holiday season. And Young Rock, yeah, we got a um, big episode coming up tomorrow because it's in the 80s. So all Mm -hmm. these great 80s wrestlers are making an appearance where they are throughout the entire series, for that matter. But a lot of new ones who weren't there in season one get um, seen and shown and spotlighted in season two. And not just in the 80s, but in the Memphis era and Hmm. in the 90s, too, as you you saw after last week's episode, we're out of the CFL now. And it's really... It's really a matter of when, not if, you know, we start getting into mid 90s attitude era. I mean,
1: when do we get to the 2010s, 2020s, where Rock comes back and faces me and truth at Survivor Series at MSG, first wrestling match back in seven years? When do we get to that on Young Rock? That's what I want to know. What I want to know that, when man? my acting debut on Young Rock
2: comes out. Yeah, that's a great question, Miz. And that's something the producers ponder literally every day on set. I thought so. <laughs> All leading up to that 2010 match.
0: How do we up. get the Miz?
2: How do we get the ratings of the Miz? Because that's what we need.
0: Well, now, Miz, you've aged gracefully, I'll say. But who would you want playing you? I, I don't know. Did, did I ask you this once before? I don't think Could I did. Did I not you play like, myself? Yeah, like, no, but that's, it's not typically how it works. Do you want like a Timothy Chalamet type? Or who do you think jumps in as the Miz? Oh, wow. Who
1: would jump in as the Miz? Uh, maybe the dude that did, uh, but honestly, I feel like they're all my same age. Yeah. Right. Tommy, Tommy Lee, you know, in, uh, in Pam and Tommy, I thought he did a good job in that, in that, in that show. All right. Um, you know, maybe Channing, you know, he could do it, but I mean, he's the same age as me. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I still look like I do 10 years ago. Like, I don't think that's what you don't understand. Like I could play myself. Gotcha. Is
0: Carol Channing still alive? <laughs> <laughs> no, not not different Channing. Different oh, different one. All right. Right. Different one altogether. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been great. I could. I, I know inspired. everyone's busy. Uh, but Miz set it up. It's Saturday, Sunday. Miz will be drafting his for his team, his League of Leagues team. But Saturday, you could see him teaming with Logan Paul against Dominic and Ray Mysterio, and he guarantees a win here. And if we could bet it somehow, we should get. We'd be wise to get some money down here, Bry. Right. Although. We, he he liked his chances against Bad Bunny too. I don't know what to think here. I mean,
2: Miz just just stole Ray's mask, which is you mm-hmm. know, but really the height of of heel heat that you could possibly get. Yeah, you know, and traditionally that could be a two double edged sword because you know psychologically you've wounded Ray Mysterio and his son going into the match, but now he's got even bigger incentive to redeem himself and come out victorious in the end. Plus, you're dealing with someone. You know, Dominic Mysterio is probably the least experienced on the WWE roster, but Logan Paul has even less experience than that. I mean, this i don't even. This, this is like his first match or something, right? Right. That so, is his first match, can, yes. But yeah. uh,
1: I've been training with him, and I, I, when I say this guy is a natural, like, I am not lying. I've trained a lot of people and have watched a lot of people. I've never seen anyone take to wrestling as fast as Logan Paul has.
0: Yeah. All right. I don't know what not that even means. Not even that funny.
1: Uh, Bad Bunny <laughs> trained. Uh, let me tell you something. Bad Bunny every day, all day, thought like uh, uh, just trained for fricking, for freaking uh, for this for this. And mm-hmm. uh, Logan Paul, I, I, when when I got in there, I was like, oh, you, you you know you don't you can if you want to, but you're ready. Hmm. Who would you rather have buying your house? Man? Is Logan Paul or Bad Bunny? It's a good who question. More, honestly, I don't know who has more money. To be honest, like Bad Bunny's pretty selling out everywhere. Like his tour is absolutely insane. And I've never seen a person have so many fans. Like, like when I looked at first looked at bad bunnies, like uh, when I was going up against him, I was like, Oh, who's bad bunny. I looked at his YouTube page and I was like, Oh my God, this guy has a billion, not a million, a billion views on YouTube in just one of his videos. It was incredible. And just the insanity that, that, that came about with, with bad bunny. And mm-hmm. then you look at a person like Logan Paul And a person that knows how to create controversy that knows how to get people talking and whether you like them or not, you have to respect them. That's just two different entities. Mm -hmm. So they're both giving you the rub basically is what you're saying. I'm giving them the rub is what I'm saying because I'm training them. Well, I help train them.
2: But how does someone so like, you know, infinitesimally less popular than them, Give them the rub <laughs> as it relates to, you know, WrestleMania, even though, you How know, dare you, Brian. I dare you.
1: I am the biggest star you know, Brian. The well, biggest. There's no one bigger than me
2: that you know. You're the second biggest star I know on this podcast.
0: <laughs> he he writes for The Rock, Miz. It's tough to top. I'm a big star. Or, and, I mean, here's and, and, I was the marine. Team. I was the Marine, yeah. Sal. Yeah, that's
1: true. Marine three, four, five, and six, my franchise. Santa's Little Hulk. Uh, uh, Ms. and Mrs., by the way. Coming back in June
2: on the USA Network. I love it. Oh, good for you. And by the way, not to make this a, a subtle plug, something that hasn't been announced yet, but I do, I do write plenty about Ms in the uh, upcoming book. I, I do want to point that out. Oh, you, you do Right,
0: Brian has a you book wrote out. A book. Yeah, I do it. You wrote You're a book. Literally. Like, did you write it, or
1: do you have a ghost writer? I wrote it. What are you talking about? Like you wrote it, wrote it. I wrote it, wrote it. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. And what's it oh. about? Hold on. What's the, the, what's, uh, you, Brian, you, didn't, you didn't ask Ms for a blurb.
2: <laughs> I, was, you know, I was by the way, you didn't ask
0: me to do the forward. Who's doing the forward? I can't
2: I believe no it I didn't ask you for a blurb. You jerk. Who's doing who's doing to, your
1: forward? I don't do your forward. forward. If when Rock's doing your right right forward, forward, I'm gonna be really pissed. There's no forward. There, what do you mean there's no forward? Everyone has a forward. How do you not do forward. forward? You're so conceited, and so
2: full of yourself that you just you don't even have a forward. No, just the opposite. I don't need someone going on for five pages about when I first met so you know, like just get into it. Let's just start doing this. But to I will m- ask you for a blurb. I meant to do that. I'll, oh, uh, I was gonna say uh, to just tell, tell him
0: one name that oh, now be- you
2: need a favor. Now he needs a favor. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> take it or leave it. But tell you know. him one
0: one name that'll infuriate him to uh, that that you asked before him to to do a blurb.
2: <laughs> I I don't want I can't reveal the blurbs yet. Ah, oh, you can I mean, do one. Like, who did you ask
1: before me to do burbs? Because you didn't ask me. I wasn't even asked. So I want to know who was on the list. And then you saw me and you are like, oh, I forgot about the Miz. I'll, I'll have him do a blurb. Oh, that would well, be great. I, know, I, know. I was going to oh, ask yes, Let me that get his we, uh, celebrity in there.
2: Because I knew you would be, you know, in good spirits then. Because you always think you draft a good team. So I, I do like, think. I, I, honestly, every season I do literally go, I have a great team. That's right. <laughs> so it was strategic.
0: All right, there you go. League of League Sunday. You guys nobody cares about that. But WrestleMania, that's uh Peacock Network, right? Yeah. It it's Saturday and Sunday.
1: You're not going to want to miss it. WWE Network worldwide and uh honestly, WrestleMania always creates moments that'll last a lifetime and uh you know, you'll see Logan Paul and myself take on the Mysterios um uh, it's, it's going to be an insane two nights, you know, Saturday and Sunday. So definitely watch Peacock. If you don't have
2: Peacock. Get it. All right. It. Young Rock was also on Peacock.
0: Young Rock was well on Peacock. 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 Yeah. It all Literally. comes together. One friendly bet that, uh, Miz is not going to pay on when, uh, if, and when he loses, but between you guys, Brad, you want to do the same bet double or nothing. I mean, nobody pays anybody. Bill's but Browns.
1: Yeah. Bills Browns. Oh, I think, the, I think the Browns are going to go further than the bills. Oh I think the okay. Bills are are number two, to be honest.
0: Mm. Yeah,
2: Browns are number one. Bills are number two. Wow!
0: Oh, that'd it's be a great exchange. Spoken like a completely
2: champion. rational, non-objective fan. So yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll take that bet.
0: <laughs> well, he gave you number two. That was good. Yeah. Uh, fellas, thanks. This is the highlight of my year. Uh, God bless you both. Good luck, Ms. Good luck, Browns. Thanks, guys. All Thank right. you. All right. thanks, See you.